Welcome to the Smork of Madness. We got here a group of people who like comic books. And look at the jewels. <laughs> the jewels. <laughs> Welcome to the Spark of Badness podcast. We've got uh, a very special episode, 11 years in the making. Uh, today, we have assembled our all-star superhero panel of Ben and Chauncey and Rachel Friend. Hey, welcome back, guys. We're obviously not in the studio. We are here uh, at IEPY Informatics and Communications Tech Complex, where we did our... Uh, what's, what's Ready that? Player One. We did Ready Player One with you guys. Definitely not great cinema. I give it probably like a five out of ten. Whoa! And uh, Aaron is here, but he's not joining us because of his embargo. He's running the board over here because we are. <laughs> Shake your head. <laughs> so let's talk about Avengers. You did it for the Five Ish Fan Girls <coughs> podcast this week, right? Yep. And yep. you were saying how long did that show go? Three hours. Three hours. As long as the movie itself. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know if we'll talk that long, but we'll see. We'll see. It's still young. And Ben, when did you go see this? No, with my dad. And uh, this is my good father son. And it was a terrible seats. I was over here like this. <laughs> oh. This movie is huge. Makes you glad you paid twenty dollars to take it, right? Yeah. yeah. It'd be terrible, but but you know when it comes to VHS, I'll watch it yeah. again. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't want to pay. Yeah. You yeah. can get it with a Happy Max. Meal, I'm sure. Yeah. Happy Meal. Yeah. yeah. The end game uh, Happy Meal toy is just like, here's some dirt. Just, <laughs> just, just pour it at loose dirt. It's something healthy. It's, it's packaged in the plastic, and then you just, oh, okay. She shed it a tear. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Three hours into both the movie and also your podcast. Yes. I'm curious for you, Rachel, how many bathroom breaks for both of them? Neither, today? actually. No bathroom breaks. That's pretty oh. impressive. She brought her own bedpan. Put a cork in it. I, 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 realized, I realized about two-thirds... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can move on from that. I, I, I realized at a certain point in, in the movie, the second viewing, that I did not need to go to the bathroom either times because any liquids that I had accumulated, I released through my eyeballs from crying so hard. She did. She's very emotional. And then and I cried while reviewing it on the podcast, too. We'll get to it. We'll get to spoilers. it. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> I guess this is the spoilers thing. <laughs> Infinity War came out last year, and we did that on the show. Uh, last year or two years ago? Last year. Last year. Yeah, yeah, last year. Yeah, it's a fast year. Isn't that crazy? It really felt like it faded away to Actually, dust. Actually, they... they, they <laughs> uh, but this movie picks up pretty much right where that leaves off. Off with the people disappearing. With Hawkeye's with family. Hawkeye's family. Oh, that's true. That's right. I totally forgot that about that. That was the That was a pretty. That was well done. Yeah, it's yeah. thoughtful. Shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought that was a great. That was a great start to like trigger us back into the, what was happening in the movie, but also a character that wasn't with us. And so, yeah. And I actually think it sets the tone for the entire movie that um, we'll get into here in a minute, but. They take a lot of time to focus on the grieving, the small moments, a little bit more than I expected. Uh, which going is good. Which, which is, is good. really good. Which is really good. Yeah, like we spent a lot of time, like really figuring out what it would actually be like to go through that. Like, they, mm -hmm. or they they spent a lot of time like scripting things, like support group meetings and like little, you know, reactionary human things that would happen mm -hmm. if the world did have like a snap. But the movie really kicks off pretty quickly because. Yep. Uh, we're not going to waste any time. We gotta, we gotta 
catch up with uh, who's left. We got to catch up with uh, Iron Man and Nebula, who are off on uh, like kind of stranded. And what are they going to do? We got to catch up with uh, Captain Marvel, who was just introduced. And yep. what are we going to do about Thanos? And all of that happens in. I don't know how much movie time. Not even it wasn't 30 minutes. Yeah. What did you guys think of uh, the the Iron Man setup at the start? But wasn't he really skinny in the beginning? He looked really Oh, yeah. Amazing. Well, he was even they, worse like, once he, he got starving. back to Earth. Oh, yeah, because yeah. he was in space and they uh, ran out of stuff. To give you the idea. Ran out of food and water. Yeah. yeah. But I thought... But he looked really bad even once they got back to Earth. Yeah. yeah. He looked even worse. He that looked was like, like the, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man before he got bit. Yeah. <laughs> or Captain America. Captain America. Yeah. Pre-serum. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of hard to see him like that. Given the trajectory of the movie, I thought they started it really well from uh, what is most important to him, uh, like when he's recording messages. And they, yeah. they brought that back. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about them killing Thanos at the start. I mean, it'd be hard to do, but everybody would be upset if they didn't bring Thanos back. That was it. Oh, you we know? never saw him again. Yeah, that was yeah. it. They killed him. Yeah, but I he was wasn't like, they, had, they had to have a payoff of, of that payoff of yeah. getting him. You know, like, it's so easy to kill him. It was a quick. They didn't re even really have a plan. Really. He was already he, kinda, he was already super injured though. Like his arm had been injured when he did the snap in Infinity War. It feels like this. And like, then he injured himself even further. Yeah. So like he was limping and all sorts of things. So it's like they could have left him alone. He would He's not have just been a, a threat. A humble farmer. Of he just those, he would like, he probably would have succumbed to those stock. injuries. I did like Co the fact cocaine balls. Yeah, I think Galactus is going to play a role in the future with uh, this whole series. I think he's going to be the new ominous space threat. Yeah. Could be. Oh, he's actually more powerful than Thanos by, um, 10 trillion times. <laughs> no, but I, I agree with you, though, Ben, that it was kind of... I liked that it was so abrupt at the start with Thanos. Yeah. It was like, okay, so Shit. this is a three-hour movie. What? How? You have a lot of things you can do now. Like the possibilities are infinite. And I also loved that. I went for the hood. Yeah. And he just yeah. lops it off yeah. and just struts out. You can tell. And Thor kids were in this movie. The, the 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 point at which Thor does that is it's like he doesn't give a crap about what this yeah. What, yeah. what they care about or what Thanos cares about. He's just like, I should have done this and yeah. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, so let's 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 go through the flash forward because I think his character, so five years in the future, everybody gets changed. A lot of that is uh, recognized in their haircuts. Yeah. Which Thor has the biggest transformation, which I know, Ben, you were a big fan of. I thought it was funny, the Thor Lots thing. Lots of fried chicken. I laughed and... so hard because now he's a deadbeat. He looked, he's basically the big Lebowski. Lebowski, yeah. 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 You have to think about someone like Thor, who is essentially a god, just how far gone Thor has to be mentally for his body to get that way. I totally agree with what you're saying, Rachel, about like how far gone does he have to get? And, you know, Valkyrie points to this like corner of a dock that is just loaded of beer yeah. that clearly is meant for him. Uh, but I think it's what you're saying, Chauncey, that the guilt he feels specifically like they really set up each person, I think, that goes through this five year war. What are the, what's the baggage they're taking with them? Mm -hmm. And for him, it's kind of, it's all encompassing, even to like his, physically. His, the way he looks physically is yeah. a physical manifestation of what he's carrying yes. mentally. Yes. Like they realize that Chris Hanvers is pretty funny. He yeah. is. Yeah. And like they started to let him be, him, like f adding ad libs. 
And now they're like, well, we can still put him in the Marvel, like Marvel universe and put him with the Guardians of the Galaxy. But let's <laughs> let's talk about the other let's talk about the other characters that went through this five years six. later. So like, who else? Um, we got Thor. We got Hulk. Take your pick. Let's talk. I want to talk about Bruce Banner because his his he kind of has completed his arc as a character Pro, at this Professor point, Hulk. Basically. Yeah, Professor yeah. Hulk. He's like, I love Professor Hulk. Hulk daddy. He, he started, was looking at the Hulk as the disease, and now he's looking at it as the cure. Is that yeah. what you said? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's. Yeah, I feel like he's completed it, the arc of the character by finding no, the I balance think, between the two. True, but, but I also think he didn't complete his arc, too. So he never you once... You still don't think he has? Well, I think he should have faced off and with Thanos at one point, because we wanted to see the Hulk fight right. Thanos. There was no closure there. There was no closure yeah. with that particular arc. Well, I guess now, he, the character overall, yeah. As, what, is, what is Captain America doing? I forget. He's, he, he's taking Sam's spot as being like a doing like group therapy Trying because he people. doesn't he doesn't really know how to do anything else. Uh, Tony has started his own family, which is a, kind of a big mm -hmm. uh, development. He has a little, which is I literally know, thought that was a Morgan dog, dog house. Stark. This this is the part of the movie where they Dead. just kind of let a couple characters go off and do other things, specifically yeah. Captain Marvel, which I would say is one of my biggest. Flaws in the movie, uh, in that I don't think I'd so. Part in universe, like in movie explanation, is she explains that she's taking care of essentially what's happening on Earth, on all the other planets in the area she's able to travel to because they don't have the Avengers, right. which makes sense. She is incredibly strong. I mean, he headbutts her. He has to use the Power Stone to stop her. Basically, so Captain. She she would have been. Uh, I don't know the proper term. I'm a guffin. She. Well, right. Yes. Oh, so, I, I she guess is. I guess ex machina. Yeah. But here's a problem w w with her. She's too powerful. Right. She could have just like beat up everybody. Right. Back up a little bit though. I think she's a side character, and you're everyone's putting her in the place of being the main character because she had her own movie. But Nick Fury always brings in sort of a hail mary. You know, last ditch effort, or mm -hmm. Coulson does too, and that's what she is in this movie. She's just—if you didn't watch Captain Marvel, you know—and she just showed up for this, it'd be like, "Whoa, who's that powerful person?" Oh, that's Captain Marvel. You know, it's, it's like that was Nick Fury's. It was cool to see her come to in. The whole thing. Think of how convenient that that, that uh, Thanos, you know, when he made sure to do the snap, that he wanted to be, be completely random so that it it affect you know, old, young, rich, poor alike. Mm -hmm. But it just so happened that the ones that got left behind are, happened to be the exact group that would be the one to take him down. Sounds <laughs> like somebody wrote, wrote that. A script or something. And like, why yeah. would we kill Captain Marvel? Ants. Ants. Ant-Man. Let's talk about the heist, which I think is uh, the perfect way they phrased it. I mean, I mean, it's kind of his thing. I mean, yeah. he was a burglar. Right. So the whole plan is now that Tony Stark, you know, and just you know, through an episode of uh, The Voice or whatever, invents time travel uh, and just shows up and they all get their little wristwatches that conveniently can like go to a very specific point in time. Their plan is to go back and grab all of the, the Infinity Stones and bring yep. them to the present. and. I thought we would get lost in some like weird paradox talk of, you know, it's setting a new timeline. Oh, yeah. But they address that quickly, and I just I didn't it makes I didn't think sense. I didn't think about it again. I mean, that that was helpful when the that lady she, I don't know what her name 
is from the ancient one. The ancient one. She does that visualization with her magic. That was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I want to see what Neil deGrasse Tyson thinks about this. Video. He got snapped, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Thanos's chin looks. He was like up on stage, big, like giving a talk, and all of a sudden he's just like, "Yeah, <laughs> this is unrealistic." <laughs> but I mean, in, this would never happen. I mean, in, in, gravity would blow my ashes this way. This is really a talk on the musings of an astrophysicist. That's really what's going on here. That's, I mean, this lecture might not even be coherent. Ant-Man shows up. This was something that I think was... The rat that saved the universe. Yeah, there was a the rat. The rat that saved the universe. I don't follow. Oh, remember Wait. the rat crawls over the little thing on the dashboard? Turns on the... Oh, yeah. The, the rat saw oh. the motion. The rat saved the universe. What happened? 14 million, 605 oh, yeah. futures yeah. Doctor Strange saw. This is and where the, the movie gets that, good. The one that they win is, the rat. is because of a rat. The splinter. We don't know. Before it became yeah. splinter. Yes. You're right. Here's the, the, the ooze. Yes. The ooze is, is a Pym creation. <laughs> yes. And that... It's a Pym creation. It is, Dr. Pim. Except they're not in New York. Uh, I like that. I, I enjoy that in San one. Francisco. Four baby turtles. <laughs> the, the teams to each Infinity Stone that they were tasked to go get, of all the teams you thought would screw up royally, the one with Iron Man would not have been my guess. Yeah. The one with Iron Man and Captain America to screw up. And I like yeah. the plot of the Hulk. You have to use the stairs to mess it all up. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. You know? It was kind of neat to see. I'm a nerd and I liked seeing him inside the arc reactor. I was like, that's hilarious that they even spent the time to design all that. I want to mm -hmm. go back and look at that again. Yeah. They, they, all he's pulling out is a fuse. That's it. Yeah. It's like, like he has all these like, complex electronics and miniaturized, and he's got this little fuse that you'd buy at like. It would have like, been funny if it was an off button. In Menards. Yeah, right. If it's just, yeah, just an off a button. Big, off. A big yeah. red button. Yeah. <laughs> just push to close. The line that stuck with me is he, he gets up and he's like, that is America's ass. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Cap funny. has to fight himself. And, and he's, anno been, he's annoyed at how holy and chipper his yeah. 2012 version of himself is. The flashbacks, though, are are mostly just kind of fun, especially when they go back to the 70s and even in, in Asgard where Thor gets to talk to his mom. That's yeah. where it like takes a turn, yeah. like an emotional turn that I per I wasn't expecting at all, yeah. uh, that they would spend so much time on Peggy. Thor uh, needed it. This was the closest Thor Rocket. was going to get to therapy. Rocket talking Thor into doing this. Well, trying yeah. to. He ends up failing, but, but I mean, he does give him a nice give, slap Give the, the raccoon an Academy Award. <laughs> this is where they take the original six yeah. And the, emotion, the emotional turn starts to kick in. This is where we get Hawkeye and Black Widow, like that, I totally, what they mean to each other in the Soul Stone. I totally did not even think about the fact that what it takes to get the Soul Stone. I'm like, oh yeah, they're gonna go yeah. back in time and get all the stones. They'll just yeah. take and it. And it wasn't nope. until they got to Vormir where I'm like, oh yeah, that's how you gotta get the Soul Stone. And I loved how they did that too, this like almost Selfless, the opposite of, of what uh, Thanos did. Yeah. Well, and and that they were using their like little combat, you know, things we're so familiar with to prevent the other. Neither of from, them are supers, so yeah. they're even. They're more evenly matched yeah. physically. Then simultaneously, you shift to Thor and his mom talking. She's basically telling him, "Be the best version of you." Like yeah. a lot of the dialogue there was really good. Then you get Peggy coming back for with Captain America, and you get John Slattery as uh, his dad. Uh, Iron Man's dad yeah. uh, coming back in, which was a whole plot point in other movies too, and he's and I literally love talking to him. That they got James Darcy 
as Jarvis, that is a oh, yeah, beautiful yeah. Easter egg for the people that bothered to watch the cat, the uh, the Agent Carter TV series. They spent a lot of. This is the part where I've told people when I when I like, what did you think of the movie? I said that they did the expected things, like as well as I kind of thought, and they did the unexpected things really, really well. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting them to spend so much time. Like they're chasing down the stones, and that could be a whole different, a whole thing where. Uh, they use their powers and just grab grab the stones or whatever. But instead, they were so patient with it. Yeah. And you know, we start the movie with Hawkeye losing his family, and then you get all these other woven threads of, you know, their these super human people have like down to earth uh, cares and love and family and people they uh, mm-hmm. care about. And it goes all the way down to Black Widow, who's the one who's the biggest one to die at this. Point in the movie, like a huge, yeah. she sacrifices herself for the Soul Stone. Mm-hmm. And one of the big things they say is that she finds out what her dad's name is during this. Because she didn't know. Because she did, she had never known that. That's this is what Endgame for me was, and the fact that they realized that from a strategy standpoint to like, no, this is what all of this means. This is what we've been funneling to. It's like there's a big intergalactic cosmic threat that now we're gonna fight. We're gonna give you that payoff, but. It has been all about the characters the whole time. Yeah. But they gave each of the main six their due, which I thought was just great. And then, of course, Nebula and her uh, dysfunctional family and her camera uh, yeah. <laughs> that's always oh, running. Yeah. Uh, her doorbell cam that's apparently in her eye. apparently Nebula is connected to the cloud. <laughs> but that was a good. I thought that was a good way to transition into what the threat is going to be and bring Thanos back into the picture. Like He's like Darth Vader because he's like the big scary, you know, instead of black, it's a big scary purple guy. Yeah. But like he beelines and gets his own way every time, it seems yeah. like. He realizes, having seen the future, that people will remember the past. And if that's the case, then they'll keep like his vision they for what be, the perfect world yeah. would be he thinks can't that, happen. He thinks that the world's going to appreciate what he did for them, like some sort of, like like I said, like he thinks he's some sort of benevolent god. Yeah. When in reality, that's not the case. And because of that, he goes even more extreme from, well, I'm going to let 50% still exist to... I'm gonna start over. Burn it all to the ground and start over. Oh, we're not just getting the same thing all over. Like now, the the mount, like the destruction is it's doubled. Like we're starting. Like this is a even bigger threat. And then that cue all of the things coming and showing up through the portals or whatever. Let's get to the end. Did it live up to what you thought? You know, I honestly thought in the theater though, it reminded me when they're all showing up because it was like. Captain America versus everything. I love it. And then like everything, all the good people That's started showing show. up. Uh, it, I'm kind of embarrassed to say this, but like I, I was, I was reminded, a little. I was reminded I like of one of my favorite cool. films from when I was a kid, Smokey and the Bandit 2. Watch the end of that movie. Okay, go ahead. No, I thought it was really, yeah. It reminded me, like it had that Rudy moment. Like, you know, it's, like, it's just like this, like, he just, he just gets up, he doesn't quit. And he's ready, like, you see Thanos' army and he's ready to face off with it. But then like that, like that, oh, that was just, that was a cool moment. And the part where he's worthy now to wield uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, uh, Thor's hammer. Mule hammer. Mew, mew. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, was a cool, that was very last, that was very uh, Force Awakens moment, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Where he, like, you thought Thor was going to, but it was That's hammer. right. Yeah. You're right. It was very like, point. right yeah. with the lightsaber. It was actually probably a good thing for Thor psychologically to know that. He doesn't have to be 
the person to wield all that power. Well, and he also got. He doesn't have to carry that burden. There's someone else that can carry that burden. I did like when they're fighting. Him. He's like, no, he's like, I got the big one. You get the little one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he needs he, to eat and, salad, can we like talk about the moment when they want to switch everybody back right before the end? Uh, and yeah, like, we didn't no, even talk about yeah, it. Yeah, and, the, and, the, yeah the they make the yeah. gauntlet. Like, first of all, Robert Downey Jr. makes a like a, a gauntlet that works while like Peter Dinklage had to harness the sun to make it better. But, 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 but Robert yeah, but, Downey Jr. can yeah, make it. It's yeah. probably yeah. just the material, like vibrating. It's nanobots. Yeah, you're right. right. Yeah, <laughs> but it shows you how smart smart he is. It I was don't, just funny he wouldn't scene. have been in the right place mentally. Whole, that was a whole funny part to have it. the proper intent to use yeah, the stones yeah. the way they wanted to. Well, and this was, and that also was a great little moment for Bruce Banner, who also, again, was kind of Hulk. he wasn't Hulk. He wasn't the, he wasn't like what that we're, Hulk. No, he wasn't breaking. <laughs> the, he was just kind of a more cerebral character. He was Skulk. That now we get all the way to at this point. And he's like, I was made for this, and like that ties the, his whole thing together. To be, it's like because there was gamma radiation. Yeah, coming this from is it. literally, I'm the only person that can do this, and all of that like that inner tor- turmoil has led to this. Yeah, when it for it, me to be able to do it on, this, you could see like this charring up his arm. I was like, oh, that looks yeah. really bad. The big fight, <laughs> which I think was so, you have you see the horde of faceless monsters that are with Thanos that are just going to be uh, fodder. To, to destroy, yeah. and then you bring in literally everyone, and, and, circles, and then it's like such a cool moment. My favorite moment is when Ant Man comes out with the Hulk and lets him go. Giant man, like, so, yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was cool. And then the big whale thing comes in. And he's like, <laughs> he just knocks, he just knocks it. I think there's a part. I think there was a continuity error, and I gotta if you went back and watched it. Ant Man was uh, really <laughs> small. Like at one point, he was teaming up with the Wasp towards yeah. the end, and. Uh, when he was doing that, you could see Ant-Man in the back, and it really was weird continuity error. Yeah, you would think yeah. they would have that attention to detail. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate when so they too. don't like just look at the last frame and then like you know like make mm-hmm. everybody. Especially in the same something spot. that involves yeah. a digital effect. Yeah, you know? it's so weird. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> well, so let's get to the the con- the the conclusion. They fight Thanos. There's a whole bunch of different little mini sequences in there. You yeah. know, you get the like, especially the female characters team up. You get. Hot potato uh, with the gloves. Hot, yep. And then uh, he gets the gauntlet, and they Spider-Man ha- comes back, and he's like, "Hey, you remember when we were in space, and, and was, I got dusty?" And that was a beautiful moment. It was really like, it was it a was precious really moment good. where he just loses it. And then at this point is when Captain Marvel shows up and takes down the the ship, um, and they're all just desperately trying to keep the gauntlet off. Scarlet Witch had an awesome sequence, yeah. I thought, where she just shows down with him and. Um, yeah. Basically Wait. pulled him off for a minute. Yeah, that was cool. Meanwhile, yeah. Doctor Strange is literally holding back the tides. Yeah, he's like Moses <laughs> back there. Literally. Yeah, quite literally. <laughs> well, he had uh, a really nice moment where yeah. he's just raises his yeah, one cause, finger. Because like, Tony asks the one. him. Yeah, yeah, that one. What happens next? I cry. So what happens like, now? No, I mean, we know what happens next, right? We watched it. But yeah. what actually happened? Next? I don't have to watch it, Dottie. I lived it. I cry. There's a lot. lot of mystery, I think, in this just this last like ten minutes of the movie. Why do you say that? I say that because Iron Man knew he was probably gonna die and this was the only way. Yeah, he put it all together. He put it all together once he saw right. it. Eleven eleven years later from his killer movie to now he was on a you know, a martyrdom course to save everybody. Mm-hmm. Right? So then that happens, but you could reset reset the universe back to a single atom with that. You know? What else did he do when he did that? 
because he's a clever guy. We all know he's a clever oh. guy. So obviously, spoiler, uh, Tony Stark dies. He, 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 <laughs> well, you gotta understand that, you know. He's my favorite! All right, I, I'll, I'll summarize real quick here. Uh, 11 years ago on May 1st, hey, what's today? May 1st. Okay, I was in class with this young lady and I asked her out in this building and that was the first time and I went to see Iron Man with Ben and Aaron. Oh my God, 11 years ago tonight. Wow. And he, he almost missed Iron Man because he was so Twitter painted. <laughs> so let's talk about some of these different send-offs where they wrap up the whole movie. Here we go. Um, I, don't think, I don't think any of the core six now are gonna do anything. They're done. So now it's, it's really passing everything on to the new blood, Black Panther. Captain Marvel, Spider-Man. Out of 10, what number would you give the movie? And also, if you could boil it down to one kind of reason why, what would it be? Um, let's start with you, Ben. I give it a seven. I actually think it was inferior to uh, uh, the last one. Infinity War. Infinity War, Infinity War is better. Uh, but it's still pretty good. I recommend people to see it. I enjoyed it because it closed a lot of things. I think the best part was, for me was the Captain America, you know, like portal thing open. That was a cool moment. But the best part, the, I think it ended the best because it had, like it ended, it's very subtle with Captain America, like just dancing with the woman he loved. And like that was the best story arc ever. He's like, screw it. I've done so many things for other people. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do something for myself for a change, and it was beautiful. It was simple, and and like, and like throughout all these series, he just loved one woman. He never was, and it was such old classic 1940s. It was beautiful to me, and they ended it, and it reminded me of my grandparents in that in that time. And I really loved I really loved that, and I got the I got the feels for that. I agree with you that it's inferior to Infinity War, but I still give it a nine out of ten. Yeah, actually, for all the reasons we've talked about, especially for like kind of we've said a bunch of times the main six and what they did uh, to pay off those characters. Um, I don't think it was as as funny as some of the other ones. It didn't have no. that that element all the way through. But the fact um, that they can add that element in the yeah. serious tone worked. Um, and it and it frankly surprised me, uh, which I didn't think was possible going in. Rachel. <sighs> It's hard for me to rate, because to me, this and Infinity War are a package deal. Almost like a, like a mini-series, where you really need to have the whole thing. You need to like all, almost six hours of movie to, mm -hmm. to tell this whole tale. By itself, I would, I would probably give it a nine. The storytelling, on paper, this should not work. Mm -hmm. This many characters, this many plot points, this much going on. So many different loose ends and things that, you know, all the different MCU movies that came before that they referenced. It, it should not work, but it does. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, kudos to Feige and the Russo brothers and everybody involved in this whole production to pull this off. Mm -hmm. Endgame, I give it a 9. It, as a package deal with Infinity War, I mean, it's 10 out of 10. I can make it quite simple, because we don't have much time, is I think... The MCU has spent uh, uh, X amount of movies. Your entire relationship. My entire relationship, yes. making a lot of. <laughs> and now, and now, she, now this she's. This has all been for you. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. She's no, like, no, now no, I'm no. divorcing you. <laughs> yeah, right. It's over. A whole bunch of. I don't feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> they spent all this time making movies that I could watch over and over again, and like I can't say that I I want to rewatch Endgame. 
but moment. It, it's because it's a different type of movie. Like yeah. all those other movies are like WWF to me. I'm like, I just want to watch it again. I want to see the monster trucks and punching yeah. people in the face. It's awesome. King Kong fighting yeah. T Rexes. Yeah. The the end game has melancholy and deep drama and retrospection, and I now am enjoying thinking amongst nothing else but like one character's thread throughout their entire journey at a time. So like I'll be driving home and all I think about is like, what about Rocket Raccoon? You know, what was his whole life's journey now that I've seen it? You know, the parts of it that I've seen. Yeah. That's awesome. So that, I'm giving it a 10 out of 10 just because it, it changed the mold into a melancholy, dramatic state for a superhero movie that like other movies have tried with superheroes, mm -hmm. but like they're not succeeding because they're, they try to jam too much too fast. It took so many years to get to a point where mm -hmm. I could actually put respect in a in a, a such a heavy yeah. movie. So. so what you're saying is you like melancholies, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Put that on the screen. <laughs> well, thank you, Chauncey and Rachel, for coming on the show uh, again for this thank very you. special um, one that has been 11 years in the making for you guys. Uh, on a per what are you doing, Ben? Nothing. Uh, so, uh, I don't know what we're doing next week, but uh, just in case, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We've got a Patreon now. What are you doing? Nothing. Okay, uh, so just keep an eye out for our update for next week. Um, Aaron will be back on the show. We'll probably have a new guest. but uh, And I'm going to be the host. I'm going to be the host. I totally agree with what you're saying, Rachel, and I think it goes to what Chauncey was. <laughs> I just saw. I just saw. <laughs> I'm sorry. You'll have to point that out later. <laughs> Just, did you see it? Yeah. <laughs> he has the Joker on there, too. <laughs>